I get all these patients who just come in with 45 bottles of supplements to cure their prostate cancer. The reality is much of these don't work and some of them actually might be a problem. Nutraceuticals, dietary supplements, and prostate cancer. Let's go. Welcome to the Dr. Geo Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Geo, where I focus in helping you improve your urological function and live better with age. Today, we're loaded. <laughs> we are loaded. I've been working as a naturopathic doctor for, I, I'm afraid to even admit now, I think I'm going on my 22nd year. I don't know if I, within the, <laughs> within the profession, if I'm considered an elder, but <laughs> I think I am after 20 years, you are. And I've been focusing, as you all know, if you've been listening on in neurology and men's health for about 20 of those years, right? So this notion of dietary supplements, botanicals, medicinal herbs, medical nutrition, uh, nutrition therapy, I've been doing that kind of work for a long, long time. And I've been, as you know, focused in prostate cancer for a long time. So I want to share with you today and give you the nuts and bolts of what works, what you should consider, how does it work. And I want to talk a little bit today on, you know, some of the stuff that you read online that I don't think it's good information for you to act on. All right. And Hang on tight, put on your seatbelt, because <laughs> I mean, I'm coming loaded today. Here we go. You ready? Dietary supplements. Let's take it from the top, right? Let's take it right from the top. What's a dietary supplement? It's also known as a nutraceutical. In fact, when you read scientific papers, they refer to it as a nutraceutical, which is interesting because they have the part of the word is pharmaceuticals, like pharmaceuticals. So it has a therapeutic effect and then neutral from nutrition, right? What's a dietary supplement? What's a nutraceutical? And how does it help? As it relates to prostate cancer, we're, we're sticking to prostate cancer today. When you break it down, right, we're talking about two things. We're talking about actually three things, vitamins, minerals, and herbs, medicinal herbs, botanicals that have medicinal properties, right? These are three different types of dietary supplements. Are there others? Yes. But the ones that you consume most are those three. So vitamins, we have you know, water soluble, that's your uh, vitamin B, all your Bs, C. And then we have your fat soluble, which is your A, D, E, and K, right? So fat soluble, it mixed with uh, fat well, it doesn't go in your bloodstream well. Uh, and, and water soluble are those that mix well with water. Minerals, we have micronutrients, macronutrients, macro minerals. So you have your zinc, selenium, calcium, magnesium, potassium, right? And then we have botanicals. These are medicinal herbs. Now, here's what's interesting about <laughs> botanicals used as medicine. The reality is that the medicine we know today, it's only roughly about 100 years old, 120 years old. Meaning what? That this notion of a prescription and you get it filled out in a pharmacy and they give you a drug to help you cure your illness that's only about 120 years old, 100, 120 years old. 
what we used to do for thousands of years, and it's still the case today in many parts of the world, is we use herbs, <laughs> medicinal herbs, as a therapeutic agent. So it should be no surprise that botanicals and herbs are helpful to help with certain conditions and diseases and the prevention of, of them, all right? Now, as an aside, no one can say that herbs or things that are not pharmaceuticals cure you, right? Number one, you can't really say that legally. Uh, I don't want any anybody coming after me. But number two, I think that we have come a, a long way with pharmaceuticals. They do get studied well. It costs millions and millions and millions of dollars. We've come a long way. Some of them do work. We do know when they work, how they work, and we do know the side effects with them because they're thoroughly studied. So that's the way it is. But that doesn't mean that the things that are not thoroughly studied in huge randomized trials that cause zillions of dollars that they don't work. We've been living pretty well with the use of botanicals as medicine. So that's a supplement, vitamins, minerals, botanicals, and herbals. Now, how does that relate to prostate cancer, right? How does that help with prostate cancer? I can't tell you, and, and I've been doing this for a long time, I can't tell you, oh, you take this herb and it'll cure you from prostate cancer. In fact, I don't think that any single modality is the cure for prostate cancer. Any. Prostatectomy, radiation therapy, the recurrence rate, this is data, not my opinion, the recurrence rate is 50%. Meaning what? Cancer comes back within some time, 50% of the times after it's aggressively treated with medical therapeutics. How often do you hear about recurrences and relapses in all cancer? Almost all the time. I believe Olivia Newton-John, right? Just recently, just passed away from breast cancer. She was diagnosed 30 years ago. And 30 years later, still a very young woman in her early 70s, dies from breast cancer, right? Once the cat is out of the box and the diagnosis is made, you're never really cured. But what you can do is do the lifestyle and other things that can create a microenvironment that's now hostile to cancer cells. Because the reality is that we're all making cancer cells all the time. It is it behooves our body and uh, our environment to make it an unfavorable environment so that these cancer cells do not move around and do not spread. Cancer cells, by and large, are only a problem when they spread. So if you have prostate cancer and you have it localized and it's not bothering anybody around that area, so what? The problem is, of course, when it doesn't stay put, when that, those cancer cells decide to move around and spread. And that is precisely what nutraceuticals and dietary supplements attempt to do, to create an, a, a hostile microenvironment so that these cancer cells are just unhappy. They, they, they don't want to be in your body. Now, before I dig deep into dietary supplements for prostate cancer, let me say this. Again, there is no single modality, including just dietary supplements, 
that help alone with prostate cancer or any cancer, okay? It needs to be a multimodal approach, many therapies at the same time to target all sorts of different pathways because you, cancer is not a simple thing. So what's the cause of cancer? Okay, we could sit here till tomorrow talking about the single cause. You know what? There is no single cause. So if there's no one cause for prostate cancer, then there's no one single treatment for prostate cancer that cures. With that in mind, right, nutraceuticals are part of a lifestyle medicine approach that includes diet, physical exercise, sleep, stress management, right? Physical exercise. We're not going to go there because we already spoke about that in one of the episodes uh, before on the podcast in terms of its therapeutic effects against prostate cancer. But what's one of the things that physical exercise does to the body? Beneficial things. There are many. <laughs> but one of the main things as it relates to nutraceuticals and things that you consume is improved circulation. So you have better blood flow throughout the whole body. The more you move, the better the blood flow throughout the whole body. Well, once you consume good things and these good things and its metabolites get to your bloodstream, you want it to move around to all areas of your body particularly those areas that are cancerous, particularly the pelvic area, particularly around the prostate. So the, it, it's, it's synergistic. All these things work together. Diet, sleep, nutraceuticals, you know, physical exercise, it works together. Okay? So which ones, right? What should I take? Because I see you. <laughs> If I don't see you, I know you because in my office, it's not unusual for patients to come and just lay out 30, 40 bottles of dietary supplements that they're taking for prostate cancer. That's not an unusual scenario. So you're taking a lot of things. I don't think that these are things that will cause harm, but what you want to do is be more targeted. Because if you keep reading interesting things on the internet and you read magazines and you hear something from a friend and you see something in YouTube and you start taking uh, one thing from everywhere, now you're taking so many things and you don't even know why you're taking some of the earlier things that you've been taking for a long time. You have no, hey, why are you taking this whatever herb? Oh, you know, I can't remember anymore. I, I can't remember. I, I know that I've been taking for you, but I don't know the reason. So now you're all over the place. You need to be targeted. It needs to be focused towards what we're trying to accomplish. In this case, prostate cancer. We'll talk about that. Before I tell you what to take, let me help you determine what not to take. And this is important. Again, uh, the internet, all kinds of gurus out there. And I think that um, sometimes they're doing more harm than good. In the late 90s, early 2000, there was this magic supplement called PC Spez for prostate, I mean, for prostate cancer. This is the cure. PC Spez, data written on that, very high PSAs that came back um, and then they get on PC Spez and now PSA came down to zero. 
PSA comes down to zero from taking a supplement that where the PSA originally was, I don't know, whatever, uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 from prostate cancer. PSA goes down to zero. PC Spez. You read it on the label. It has all these herbs and uh, natural things, all palmetto. This is the cure for prostate cancer, isn't it? Well, where's PC Spez now? Well, PC Spez, it's illegal in the United States, and it's still people are using it overseas. Why? What happened with people? The deal is that not on the label, they had synthetic estrogen, DES. When you take estrogen and you consume estrogen therapeutically, that will lower your PSA to zero. But that's not what you want. In addition, it had, so every, anytime you take estrogen, so when a man takes estrogen, several things happen in the body. One is automatically testosterone goes down. So testosterone and estrogen kind of work against each other. You cannot have too much estrogen without, in the body, in a male body, without bringing down testosterone. One of the side effects from that is blood clotting. So in addition to DES, synthetic estrogen, this supplement, PC Spez, had warfarin. So this is a blood thinner to help with clotting of the blood. None of these ingredients, of course, are on the label. They found that later and then uh, the, uh, they removed it from the market here in the U.S., What's the takeaway? If you take a dietary supplement, listen to me carefully now. If you take a dietary supplement and, they, and the drop in PSA sounds too good to be true, that's because it is too good to be true. <laughs> that's because there's something in that supplement. Now, the supplements that I recommend tend to lower PSA moderately to mildly. So in other words, if I have a patient that comes in and this happened just, by the way, just yesterday, I saw a patient been on my, on, on my supplement protocol and his PSA kept rising, rising, rising. It got up to 12, been rising for two years. And now his PSA went from a 12 to a 10. And we know he doesn't, um, he has mild prostate cancer. We don't need to go through those details but his PSA dropped for the first time in two years to a 10, right? That makes sense. But if this same gentleman comes to me and he said, well, my PSA went from a 12 to a zero, you, you have to start asking questions. There's synthetic estrogenic compound in that formula, all right? That's that. Moving along. What we're trying to do, so I don't know, and, and sometimes it's frustrating because I see, oh, this cured, this supplement cured me from prostate cancer. Oh, this herb cured me. Cure is a tough word. And I would love to say cure because I think that psychologically that helps the patient. But I also want to be careful. And I think it's better to have realistic expectations with plenty of hope and optimism, real optimism and hope, right? So cure, I don't know. I don't know that I'm, I've never been diagnosed with cancer. I'm, I don't know that I'm cured from, you know, I've never been diagnosed, but I know that I'm making cancer cells, right? What we're trying to accomplish is not that this particular herb cures cancer. Now, 
some of these therapeutic agents, some of these chemotherapeutic agents that are used in oncology, like for example, docetaxel or intaxol, are derived from plants, right? So that chemical is derived from a plant. Now, I can't say if you take this plant, you get cured from prostate cancer or any cancer, but there's a reason why 60% of pharmaceuticals come from nature because there's therapeutic components in nature. But what I can say we are really doing and what I can say that probably the reason why there's good, decent drop in PSA, though that's not a good biomarker, right? So I can't tell this patient, wow, from a 12 to a 10, you're cured. You have to be careful with that language. But if we argue that, well, when PSA goes up is a problem, then when PSA goes down, it has to be a good thing. You can't have it both ways, right? If PSA going up is a problem, then when it goes down is a good thing. What does it say? Well, I don't know, but is a biomarker for the prostate. So maybe there's good things happening there. What the right targeted nutraceuticals and dietary supplements do is, again, as part of one element to a certain lifestyle, and it addresses the microenvironment. It reduces systemic inflammation. So certain cancer cells, like prostate cancer, they do really well in a highly inflammatory environment. I'm not talking about spraining a knee or, or an ankle and then there's a, you know, your, your ankle swells up. No, that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about systemic inflammation. And there are several kinds, called, you know, some of them is uh, NF-kappa B and uh, COX cyclooxygenase 1 and 2 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. These are chemicals that are inflammatory that seem to be pro-carcinogenic. So what the right type of targeted supplements tend to do is reduce these inflammatory chemicals that are pro-carcinogenic. The other thing it does is it stimulates a robust immune system. The data is very clear that those that get diagnosed with prostate cancer, for the most part, have weak immune cells, like natural killer cells. These are cells that are very specific to cancer. So you want to do the opposite. You want to stimulate and modulate immune cells. The third thing it does is it protects from what's called oxidative stress. To keep the language simple, when there's these free electrons in the body that are, they're called free radicals in the body, they tend to go into the cell, into the DNA and change things up in the DNA. So now these cells are replicating rapidly. You don't want cells for replicating rapidly, right? That's exactly what we're trying to avoid. But these free radicals or these free electrons are going in. So we want to protect that. We want to take them away. And the way you do that is by consuming the right combination of dietary supplements. What are those supplements? I'm building you up here. Stay with me. I'm building you up here. Because the other question that's oftentimes asked is, Dr. Gio, you know what? I'll get everything from food. I'll get everything from food. Can you get everything from food? And the answer is no. You can't get everything from food. You can't. This is assuming that you eat super clean. I mean, everything is organic. Most of it is from your local farm, if not your backyard. Clean, all, you know, I've never seen 
anyone who eats that clean, number one. But let's just say you're eating the organic grapes. So those grapes are coming from some other country, uh, Uruguay, Paraguay, uh, Mexico. So by the time the fruits are harvested and then it ends up in your mouth, it's depleted in its content of nutrients. The other thing is that we overly spray our crop with pesticides and herbicides to kill bugs, but those are pro-carcinogenic compounds. You know, not that long ago, one of the main journals, JAMA, showed that people who ate more organic foods had a significantly less risk of cancer overall, not only prostate cancer, compared to those that ate non-organic foods. So this is all science-based. So when anybody argues, well, what's the evidence? There's tons of evidence. If, if you've been following me on drgeo.com or newsletter, drgeo.com, listening to the podcast, everything I say is evidence-based and I have tons of evidence for it. So organic. So you can't get everything from food and that's why you need targeted nutraceuticals as one component of a complete package. All right. What are we trying to do? Reduce inflammation, boost the immune system and stimulate the immune system and protect uh, from oxidative stress. With that in mind, there's several, but let's start with botanicals. I, I just love herbs and medicinal herbs to me are part of my naturopathic degree. I did an intense uh, two years on botanical medicine and I tell you, I had a great time doing so. And um, so what are they? I think that the, uh, I'm not saying this in any order, but I think, one of the key botanicals is curcumin, which comes from turmeric, right? From the Indian spice. If you were to Google or look at PubMed, so PubMed is the medical science research database. I mean, zillions of research paper. If you were to put uh, their curcumin and cancer, you probably, I lost count. I mean, you probably will come up with 5,000 papers on curcumin for cancer. It has strong, it seems to have strong anti-carcinogenic benefits, but it is an excellent anti-inflammatory botanical. Excellent. It, in some research, it shows that it even helps with pain, back pain and knee pain and osteoarthritis. So curcumin. The other one that most people do not know for prostate cancer, but it is incredibly effective, again, from an inflammatory perspective, is called Boswellia. Boswellia is an Indian herb that it's used in joint formulas for knee pain and so forth. Boswellia, right? Excellent anti-inflammatory. Ginger, ginger, one of my top five. Excellent botanical. Again, anti-inflammatory. Fish oils. So a lot of studies show those who eat fatty salmon do better with prostate cancer right? What's in it? Well, fish oils, particularly the EPA and DHA, omega-3 fatty acids, anti-inflammatory. Okay. So those are my top four anti-inflammatories. I know you probably have more in your head. You say, oh, how about, I don't know, uh, some other ones. Those are my top four for prostate cancer. Then we move over to oxidative stress. How do we protect these cells from oxidative stress? Because Dr. Geo, I read that too many antioxidants actually promote cancer, doesn't prevent it, and doesn't help with it. Here's how it works. 
these free radicals, they have some protection, but when they are kind of running amok in your body, then they do more harm and they promote cancer. So it's a fine line. What happens is that when you start taking a singular isolated antioxidant, let's just say just a lot of vitamin C, nothing else, then some of these antioxidants sometimes do become pro-oxidants in the body. This is why you never take an antioxidant in isolation, ever. You take it with other antioxidants. You take vitamin C with alpha-lipoic acid. You take it with vitamin E. And there's a push and pull that occurs very gentle when you're taking a complete formula, not just one or the other, right? Some of these botanicals, grapeseed extract. There was a study not uh, that long ago that showed that out of all the supplements that a large group of people that were looked at for prostate cancer, only one was protective. That's grapeseed extract. Why? Probably many reasons, but grapeseed extract is an excellent antioxidant. So you don't only get the antioxidant abilities from vitamin C, vitamin E, and vitamins. You also get it from some botanicals, okay? These are the ones that I use specifically for that, to protect against oxidative stress. What's next? A robust immune system. What helps with that? To me, these medicinal mushrooms are priceless. Medicinal mushrooms, you have many of them. You have turkey tail, you have uh, reishi mushroom, you have many of them. The ones that I use most are reishi mushrooms because when you look at the literature, the scientific literature, because I do, a lot of my formulations come from the literature and then what I see happening in the clinic, right? So it's a combination. Reishi mushrooms is amazing. Great for the prostate, great antioxidant, great to stimulate the immune system. And, and even the most conservative scientific papers show that reishi mushroom is probably a good idea to take. Now, uh, cordyceps, um, turkey tail, uh, a few others, they're all good. However, in patients with advanced prostate cancer who are also on androgen deprivation therapy, I will be a little bit cautious with taking cordyceps because cordyceps tend to stimulate the androgen receptors. So that's the receptor that attaches to testosterone. And it seems to aggravate prostate cancer a little bit. So I, w I wouldn't take cordyceps in a situation where there's androgen deprivation therapy, ADT, with advanced prostate cancer. There's some data to indicate that is a problem. It's mostly from animal studies, but if that's what it says, use the other ones that we know are uh, won't cause problems, like reishi mushroom. The other one that I use is active hexose correlated compound. This is a Japanese mushroom formulation that comes from Japan that's used in Japan for many cancer therapies. So AHCC, that's what's used there. How about modified citrus pectin? Dr. G, I don't see you recommending MCP that much. It's not because it's not good to take. It actually modified citrus pectin. Many of you have read about it, take it. It's fine to take. However, the dosage to take MCP is five grams three times a day. So you can't really mix it well in a formula. And sometimes it causes a little bit of digestive discomfort. All right. Sounds good. And the, by the way, these are formulas that I prescribe my patients for nutritional uh, methods to prostate cancer or 
lowering the risk. Again, not a cure, not a cure, just to sort of create a microenvironment that's a little hostile or a lot hostile to these prostate cancer cells. All right, so what are the side effects? There has to be side effects. I, I know one of my medical friends uh, told me recently, GL, you recommend all these supplements, they look great, but you, nothing that works well comes without a risk. So wh what, are the, you know, what, what are the side effects that we're trying to avoid from taking? Look, since these are not in isolation, the side effect profile is minimal. The government here in the U.S. puts out a report yearly on all the consumable adverse events, everything from food, pharmaceuticals, and dietary supplements. There was about 5,000 deaths or 4,500 deaths from pharmaceuticals. And by the way, I'm not knocking pharmaceuticals because of that, but there's a, a higher risk that we all know that. From certain foods, there was some, from dietary supplements, there was zero zero deaths. How can that be? If they're so good and they have a therapeutic effect and benefit, how can they have no side effects? Because it is not in isolation. This is the complete herb, the complete vitamin and mineral compound, right? It's a complete formula. So there's a lot of push and pull, push and pull. It's a very gentle approach. It's a gentle, a more gentle approach. By the way, minerals, zinc, essential. There is uh, a lot of zinc, and the studies have shown people with good zinc in their system have less progression of prostate cancer. So zinc is a, is a top one. Vitamin E mixed, uh, we're going back to vitamin, vitamin E mixed tocopherols, not DL-alpha tocopherol. Actually, this is another thing not to take. I should have mentioned that with PC spas. When you go to the vitamin shop, you look vitamin E, it says, it says sometimes synthetic DL alpha tocopherol. You don't want that. One of the studies showed, a big study showed that there might be a, a increased risk of prostate cancer in those that take DL-alpha tocopherol. Why is that? We spoke about it. Because once you start isolating from nature, the natural formula, and you just use that, you increase the risk of problems, of cancer. As opposed to mixed, excuse me, mixed tocopherols, which is a type of vitamin E, with high what's called gamma tocopherol, which studies are very clear. If you have high gamma tocopherol, having some alpha tocopherol is helpful. If you have no gamma tocopherol, then the just alpha tocopherol can be a problem. What's the takeaway? You need the whole mix, not just one part, not just one type. Okay? So that is that. Just turning back for a second with side effects and adverse events, there are none with the exception of gastric distress. So things like ginger and curcumin and others can cause a little acid reflux that sort of goes away if you take it with food or goes away with time. Also, and for some people who have a sensitive digestive system, any amount of pills, because sometimes it is, I mean, it's not like my patients who are literally taking up about 100 pills a day. I'm not kidding. Uh, but they do take 20, 25. I take 40 to 45 a day. And for some people, that's a lot. So it causes a little bloating, a little uh, GI, gastric distress. That's the main side effect that I've seen. The research shows there's little side effects. If it's the right formula that is not too isolated, 
or a formula that probably has synthetic things in it. Because the reality is, as it relates to quality control, you listening right now can say, oh, you know what? I'm going to open up my supplement company tomorrow and have things on the shelf. No one's stopping you from doing that. So it's not well-regulated, but it is regulated through something called uh, DASHEA, which says you cannot diagnose or treat with dietary supplements. So that's a U.S. law. But no one will stop you from creating your own, and no one is going to come and see if those ingredients match what's on the label. So you have to be careful with that, and you have to utilize trusted dietary supplement sources. Again, I am medical director and formulator at XY Wellness. So in part, this is my disclosure. The other part is that XY Wellness is devoted to one area, one problem, and that is prostate cancer. So it's very specific. It's very targeted. If you have questions about dietary supplements and prostate cancer, you can leave it in a comment section wherever you are listening. Or you could go to drgeo.com where I have tons of resources there for you and or xywellness.com, which again, a lot of resources as it relates to nutraceuticals, dietary supplements, and prostate cancer. I trust today's podcast was helpful. I told you I was going to bring it. I told you. This is Dr. Geo signing off. I'll talk to you next time. For tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Geo Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in the world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. And now for a brief disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor-patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.